Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Mora, I want to play you something that will give you an indication of just how seriously Bundes has been taking his video game playing over the okay. last week. <laughs> Bundes has been spending at times uh, 11, 12 hours a day playing this one Call of Duty add-on that was just released called Warzone. Okay. And in it, you're, uh, you're basically trying to survive till the end. And so you're like, are you like an army guy in this? Is that what you are? Yeah, you're, I, like, you're like a soldier and uh, you're in a squad of three. So you have like you plus two other people on your team. And mm-hmm. there's 150 players on this big map. And the whole goal is to scavenge through buildings, collect the best kind of gear to win gunfights and last and be the last team standing. Okay. So I've been playing like nonstop for two weeks since it came out. And... I have not been able to win yet. We've got a bunch of second places, a bunch of third places, but like we just keep chasing the victory, and it's been so hard for us to get it. And finally, yeah, yeah. last night, something crazy happened. Yeah, so Bundes <laughs> uh, texted me a video. Uh-huh. This video was recorded by Bundes's brother, and what he did was he video, uh, he was recording the uh, TV screen after they achieved the V. They got the victory. <laughs> we got the that V! They've been so wow. searching for. They got the V. Okay. Li- listen, this is Bundes' brother. And just, because I guess after you win, it rolls these credits, and then they show the people that won the game, and everybody else. Does everyone else get to see this, too? I always, when I get killed, I just leave the game. I never stay around till the end. Yes. If you're still in the game, you will see that happen. So, like, the opposing team that we just beat, they get that across their screen. So, okay. So, as soon as it happens, like, this blue, red, comes across the screen this big sound effects it says Warzone victory and that's why everybody calls it the V and it's becoming a meme because it just has this huge victory across the screen and then a cutscene plays and this is my brother talking over this cutscene of us being extracted oh oh the V tasting the V right now oh my god the V all three of us the V tastes so good Sally MRO oh oh Air Maddie V oh oh the Sackville Productions film right there oh Oh, oh, I'm frothing. We got the V. The V tastes so good. Number one, number one on the screen. Take that vid right now. Take that vid. That sounded sexual, I have to say. It kind of was almost, you know? It felt like that for us. Because we've been working so hard for that V, you know? It was a climax. It was a climax. Wow. And then what what happens now? Do you achieve a certain status? Or, you know, do you go to a next level or something like that? You know what I've heard, though, is that the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, will place a phone call to you when you get the V. Really? Just to congratulate (laughs) you. 
you, just like just like he does for people who get gold medals at the Olympics. You know, oh, he places yeah, right. that call. He will do that to any Canadian that's responsible for winning Call of Duty Warzone. Wow, Bundus. I mean, I don't even know what to say. You're glowing. Thank you're you. you're thank positively you. glowing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is the crazy. Like your brother sounded ridiculous there, though. You realize that, right? Oh, every we were like screaming at the TV. We were, were so you? excited. Like we had been working so hard for we lost our minds couldn't believe it happened finally was there a crash like was there a, you know like emotionally are you like feeling empty now because it's over <sighs> oh, no not empty like I'm, I'm excited to keep playing because it's a lot of fun but like uh, i don't know how to explain it it's just like this this weight was lifted off our shoulders i don't know why it's so important i guess it's because it's like the only thing that we're really doing right now so it was like a goal we set to achieve that yeah, we it's finally... kind of like a golfer getting a hole in one on the course. You know, some people spend their entire lifetime trying to get a hole in one, and some people fluke into it on their first year of playing. You they know? say the hardest thing when you win something is defending your title. So now you're going to have to go back and be a champion again. <laughs> get you that V double, twice. You need the double V, baby. <laughs> double v. I think they call that a W. Yes. Yeah. For the win. Yes. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't go as long as I did between uh, when I got my first V to when I got my second V. When that I lost like my V, I should say. The other V you're talking about, not this two v. years. It was two years. Yeah, uh. exactly. <laughs> Congratulations to Bundus and your squad. Thank well you, done. Well you, done. Man, going out shopping can really mess with your mind. We were just talking about this a second ago off the air, but like just how, you know, uh, and it makes me wonder if we're all going to become agoraphobic after this experience. What does that term mean? I've heard you use it twice now. I'm like, oh, fancy word. It's fancy people word who alert. are afraid to leave their homes. People who like, there's some people who are true agoraphobic and they can't leave their homes. They get too afraid of everything. And it could be related to coming into contact with with other people's germs it could be just like the overwhelming feeling of all that open space around you you know what i mean like it's mm -hmm. a it's a, it's a true clinical problem for people mm -hmm. and i wonder if there's going to be a huge increase of agoraphobia as a result of everybody just self-isolating because yeah. even now when i leave the house and i go do something if i have to like pick up some milk or something i feel so dirty when i come back in yes. and i know i've taken every precaution that i yes. can and i like yesterday's a perfect example i i took a shower put on some fresh clothes and I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta go out and buy some milk. Luckily, I have a corner store a few doors down and they have everything. Like one of, at least one of everything I need. I, I bought flour and sugar there the other day. What? But they're pretty well stocked. Yeah. Okay. And so I, I went in and uh, yeah, if you're looking for flour and sugar, try a corner store. There's you're going to pay like $2 more for it or $3 more for it. But like if you need it, you can yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I, I grabbed a couple of jugs of milk, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to put them down anywhere, so I essentially hugged them in my hands, because yes. I also got a can of mixed beans. And uh, <laughs> what was the other thing I got? Uh, I can't remember, but so I'm, oh, and some eggs. And so I'm literally scanning these items for them so they don't have to touch them. Okay. 
But then as I'm walking home, I'm like, oh, I'm rubbing these milk containers against my clean shirt. I'm like, oh, God. I go in the house. I put everything in the sink because I plan on washing it down. Mm-hmm. I go downstairs. I take off my shirt as though somebody just spread COVID-19 all over the front of it. Yeah. So I'm like trying not to have it touch my face as I take it off. Mm-hmm. And then I throw it in the wash. And then I put, I go wash my hands topless. Pretty hot, eh? <laughs> that visual? Wow. Whoa. I'm, to- I'm topless, like Sexy my nipples music, full please. show. Oh yeah, nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nipples are there, full, ex- full exposed full expo- to the air. Oh wow. Oh okay. yeah. Now I'm soaping up my hands. <laughs> soaping up my hands, and now they're getting really all foamy. Oh yeah. And then I think about, oh, should I touch my nipples with those soapy hands? <laughs> No, you did not. You did not. <laughs> you did. And I'm like, oh, oh. feels nice. <laughs> I'm going to rub my belly with the soapy hands. And all of a sudden, I'm having like a bath outside of the shower, just standing there in the sink. No, I didn't really do that. But I did wash my hands topless. And then I went, I selected a new shirt. Then I had to go upstairs. And then my daughter had taken all the items out of the sink and put them on the cutting board. And I'm like, oh, God, oh. now the cutting board's covered in COVID-19. What about your daughter? Hose her and down. my daughter, you know, she, she took him out and then washed her hands because she had been outside. But mm. anyway, then I have to, like, disinfect all the items I bought. Then I got to, you know, scrub, uh, lice all the uh, cutting board and then wash it with soap and water to try and get the chemicals off because I prepare food on that cutting See, board. See, okay. It's just you, like all this to get milk. This is, you know, I bought yeah. two things of milk, some eggs and some beans, and that was it. Not worth it. That bean salad better be epic, okay? It was pretty good. It was like a mixed uh, bean. I'm putting some corn and some feta and a little salad dressing. Gotta uh, yeah, say. Yeah. It's like, okay. I don't know why I don't do that more often. Matt, my husband, went out and bought groceries yesterday. And he came in and put the bags down on the floor. And he was super precautious about everything. He wore rubber gloves when he was out. But yeah, I know what you're saying. It's just like... It's it messes with your mind when you see all those bags on the floor, and then he, I said, "You go strip down, put your clothes." I did a full bundus. Full bundus. I, yeah. I forced him to strip down and get right in the shower, and then I was washing the apples and stuff that he bought. And then I'm like, "I, you know what? I got to get in the shower too." So we both had to get in the shower. <laughs> is that too much? Is there much? any nipple touching going on there in your story? And next thing you know, my world. Next thing you know, soap. Coming out, nipples <laughs> totally erect. <laughs> no, it didn't go there. It's, there's nothing sexy about it. That's the problem because you feel yeah. like you're dirty, you feel like you're completely covered in something you can't see, right? Okay, so let me get this straight you guys were both in the shower at mm-hmm. the same time, yes, and there was no touchy feely. No. No, we we got we got a three and a half year old sitting downstairs watching Paw Patrol. You know, small yeah. window to hose ourselves down. Okay. <laughs> Bundes is like, you still got time. You still got yeah. time. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I don't think I've ever taken a shower with my wife with at least a little bit of touchy feeling. Even yeah. if it is, you know, it doesn't go the full distance. There's I mean, a little touchy feeling. There may have been a grazing, but it was totally accidental. <laughs> you didn't help wash some of his body parts. I may have dropped the soap. Totally accidental, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sexy about that shower. Sorry, guys. Anyway, the moral of the story is 
You get married tomorrow, nothing's happening in the shower, no matter what the scenario is here. I don't know. And shopping can really mess with your mind, right? Don't go outside, you know? Just don't go out. So the world is captivated by the Tiger King. Because I saw Tiger. Joe Exotic. This whole show is so crazy in so many different ways. In fact, I've been watching it a second time because I've I watched it first, and now my wife is watching it, mm-hmm. and I'm actually getting more out of it the second time around. Yeah, Pick, I, I picking think up I on some of the things I missed. Yes, I got to watch it again. I think. Can you tell me Okay, so this guy who's this animal expert who's been running this zoo forever um, has all these albums with all these country songs. And people started to question the authenticity of the songs. Like, was it really Joe Exotic who was singing on these songs? Like, does this even sound like him? This is the first time I've actually questioned it, you know? Well, here's another song. It's called Here Kitty Kitty. <laughs> Mama Carol, she sure loved you. And everyone's like, man, he's pretty good. How did this guy not have, like, a bigger country music career? Yeah. So are you ready for it? I know the answer as to whether or not the Tiger King actually sang any of those songs. I'm ready. Tell me. Please. The answer is no, he did not. No. It's a big scam. Yeah. It's a scam. It's a scam. No. There are two musicians, one guy who's uh, now uh, passed away, but Vince Johnson and Danny Clinton are musicians that will custom make songs for you. So Joe Exotic paid for them to make these custom songs. Uh Just like, say, if it's your aunt's birthday and there's a big party, you could be like, happy birthday, Doris, or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like you could do songs. What they didn't realize is that when Joe Exotic had these songs commissioned, is that he would actually claim as though he wrote and made the songs. (gasps) They had no idea that they were going to be Millie Vanillied in this. They were just musicians for hire, custom-making songs for people. And, and then, then lo and behold, they see that video. he's like lip-syncing and claiming yeah. that there is, it's his own music. Wow. So now, are they just figuring this out now because everybody is like playing the I Saw a Tiger song? No, they knew it when they when it like earlier on. And, um, you know, but the thing is, he paid for the song, so I guess it was really like they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, if he wants to lip sync it in a video, uh, that's his choice, right? Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. It's devastating news. (laughs) I mean, you ever think about that for you guys? You guys should hire some people to write some songs for your band. (laughs) You could just go out and make some videos. Yeah. Wow. That guy's life is such a, it, like, every part of it is so complex and also a disaster, you know? Crazy. That's and, it, like, in the, in the documentary TV series on Netflix, which, by the way, if you haven't watched The Tiger King yet, like, you must feel so outside of all these conversations that that's everyone's having because it is the one show everybody's talking about mm-hmm. or it's posting about on social media. And in other Tiger King related news, yes, did you guys see the latest on Carol Baskin? No, what's going on with Carol Baskin? 
Well, Carol Baskin is uh, the investigation into the disappearance of her husband has uh, been reignited, and the police are wow. now fired up again because I think they're a little embarrassed by how obvious it looks that Carol Baskin had her uh, millionaire husband removed from the equation when he decided he was going to divorce her. Right. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> oh, my God. She did it. Send her to jail. Leave her to the cats. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's by far the guiltiest person on that show. You know, I just, it's so funny. She must be so upset that she let herself be a part of that documentary because before she was on it, she was the Mother Teresa of big cats. And now everyone's like, hmm. I think she is uh, uh, smart enough and uh, manipulative enough that they'll never have any real evidence to convict her. I mean, um, the body is long since digested from like whatever animal she fed it to, you know? The meat grinder. Oh, yeah, right? That's what Joe Exotic says. I think he's selling t-shirts from prison, actually. <laughs> the meat grinder on him that says Carol Baskin did it with a meat grinder. Uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Why is he so, he's so hell-bent on on sending her to jail. George sent us a text. He says, do I live on another planet? I have never heard of this show. Oh, jo you do live George. on another planet right now. George, it's time. All you got to do is open up your Netflix account. It should be like the header right across yeah. the front. The first You, you got to have you Netflix. Yeah. You got to have Netflix, George, and you got to just uh, watch this crazy documentary <laughs> series. But you're so right. All I'm sure half of the people that uh, took part in it are all kind of like regretting doing it because mm -hmm. they've all been made out to look like just cult leader, insane, you know, mm -hmm. like horrible people. Pretty the tiger, much. The tigers, on the other hand, are like, thank God, somebody <laughs> put a camera on this circus show because this is ridiculous. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Professor Bungus was entertaining his casual lady friend over the weekend, Mora. <laughs> I just love the term lady friend. Like, what does it mean? It's you're a friend and you're huh? a lady, you know? I've been That's lady right. friended before. <laughs> but that's another story. But the thing you need to know, um, Professor Bundes, of anyone I know, is taking the social distancing thing to the most extreme lengths. Yes, like yes, he yes. literally comes home and takes off all his clothes at the front door and then puts them into the washing machine and then goes and sterilizes everything around the front door that may have come into contact with these like filthy clothes. Well, they're not even filthy clothes. They're just clothes that have been exposed to the outside. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I'm and not so, taking any risks. 
Yeah, good for you. I don't think it's a bad idea to do that, but a little extreme, but yeah. My understanding is that his casual lady friend who has been allowed inside his quarantine circle of one, (laughs) and now he's expanded it to two people. (laughs) I want to know how difficult it was to allow her inside your personal like uh, safety Mm. zone. Yeah. And did she have to get naked when she showed up? Well, before I had to quarantine her, like she had to give me a good 14 days of no contact with other people before I even let her see me. Like I had to know that she... Okay, that's dedication. So if she wanted to maintain her status as a casual lady friend, there was no uh, there was no fraternizing with any other casual people. No, well, like what happened is she had a she had a friend flying from Vancouver a couple weeks ago, and she was spending time with someone who just got off an airplane. And I said to her, I'm like, you're not coming to see me. You have to wait 14 days, make sure you have no symptoms, and then you can come over. Um, and when she does come over now, like I do, when she opens that front door, make her take all of her clothes off. You do? Yeah, you do? I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. What? 100%. She gets naked at the front door, puts all her clothes <laughs> in a plastic bag. Wow. And then she yeah, can yeah, enter yeah. my humber. That is Boudoir. like so not Wait a sexy. Second. So you hand her like a, a special plastic bag as though you're collecting evidence at a crime scene. <laughs> yeah. And put all the so there's all the DNAs trapped in that bag yes. for f- future testing. Yes. Is she, she can keep her underwear on. The underwear can stay on. Yes. Okay. And then and does then she what bring does she a on? change of clothes or do you? How does that work? Yeah, she has like a travel bag that she brings with her with clothes in it, so she'll change into something okay. different. Or I'll just and give you her allowed a that travel bag in? Or did you have to disinfect the travel bag the outside of that? <laughs> the travel bag's okay because it doesn't leave her the back of her car. Ah. Uh, okay. and it's like her emergency. I'm going to hook up with Bundus bag. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I mean, uh, I, I know if I was your casual lady friend, that would be my nightmare to step in your front door and there to be no mood lighting, no music, no candles, and for me to have to strip down. You know, <laughs> immediately give me a glass of wine first. Hey. Who's to say he doesn't have the radio on or some music pumping out? It, it's definitely not romantic. Don't get me wrong. This is not how I would like to uh, approach the situation. But I don't want to get sick. Mm. You know, I, I I'm fearful for my health because I've I've had bad lungs, so I don't want to risk getting sick. Mm. And uh, if the lady wants to hang out with me, then she's gonna have to follow my rules. Do okay, once she down? has been. At the same do, time? Yeah, do you strip down? <laughs> no, I just stand there and watch. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> very very uh, jail uh, prison guard versus inmate uh, view to, like, you know, be on there fully clothed making her strip down. And so once she's been deloused and uh, <laughs> the clothes are off, are, are you fully comfortable with her being in your space or is are you still kind of, like, washing your hands a little more often? than you would inside your place. No, I'm at the point with her where I trust her enough that she's like, she's not interacting with other people or doing things that would that would put me at risk. Okay. So I'm, I'm okay with her now at this point. Okay, so Nicole sent us a text 1-800-953-2464. Does Bundus kiss the lady friend? Do I kiss her? Of course I kiss her. Okay, Kyle says, yeah. Bundus, if you have someone that is that dedicated to you, you better marry her, you dumb turd. <laughs> 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 yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Nice. Wow.
I'll have to add that, that to is... the list of nicknames for Bundus. Dumb turd. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I was going braless and I confessed that during the show and I was like, oh, look at me. I'm so out there. Turns out I'm not alone. It's like a whole social media movement of people deciding to like not wear a bra anymore because they're working from home and they want to be comfortable. As a matter of fact, sales of wireless bras have doubled since the lockdown started. And you, do, does it, when I say wireless bra, does that mean anything to you, Tucker? I mean, like, it's more of what you would imagine, I guess, a swimsuit would be, like a bikini top, as opposed to something that has that uh, very, you know, uh, sturdy underwire. Yeah, the underwire is what kind of digs into your skin and pushes those breasts up and gives you that yeah. lift, but it's not necessarily comfortable. These are like soft cups. It's more of a sports bra kind of vibe. Uh, very comfortable. I'm wearing one right now. Um, and this is like a whole movement. People are like, forget the bra, forget the push-up bra. I'm going comfortable. So yeah, sales of wireless bras have doubled since the lockdown. But experts are saying, you know, it's not the best idea for everyone to go braless because if, if you're larger on top you could have some back pain if you're not fully supported so what about this mind. though is there anything to be said that you know things get droopier over time if you're not supporting them or is that oh, a myth my mom would say that it would agree with you 100 percent on that i mean I, look i don't care but i'm just uh <laughs> i'm sure there's say you could say the same about guys you know you ever seen like if that's a fear i have you ever been in a locker room with some old men <laughs> oh boy Oh boy. So do you think knows what I'm talking about. Look at him. Look at his reaction. I wish everyone could see it. He's dying. He's dying. I've never seen him laugh so hard. I so wonder if I should be wearing a bra for my testicles just well, to make sure the they stay where they're meant to be originally. Well, I mean, at a certain point, I think your elasticity in your skin, I mean... I know having a baby and breastfeeding, like that was a change for me, for my breasts yeah. and me. And I thought that there wouldn't be much of a change because I'm an A cup, but I noticed a change too, just from having one child. So I think that's the biggest factor. Yeah. But if, if you wear a bra, does it prolong that period of elasticity? Or if I had a support in my lower regions, would that allow it to stay higher for longer before would all of you, a sudden it's like... <laughs> would you say that tidy whities are supporting and, and uh, uh, boxers are not? I, well, boxers definitely not. I wear boxer briefs. You know, yes. they're kind of... They hold things in place to a point. But there, you know, I could definitely buy underwear that would hold things a little tighter to my body. If you know the answer to that question, and who would be the medical expert that would know that? Would it be a plastic <laughs> surgeon, right? Somebody guess... who has a real understanding of skin elasticity. Or a dermatologist. Is there any point to like supporting all this stuff to keep it in place longer, or is that just a myth? Is, is it going to happen regardless? Yeah. That's a really yeah. good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think we are getting more sexually advanced? during this whole quarantine thing or less sexually adventurous what are interesting you well it depends if you have kids or not they're going to be the deciding <laughs> factor here okay because i so gotta say all that, this uh having kids around bit of a c block 
mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when you, you go to bed before your wife. Uh-huh, There's uh-huh. no daytime opportunity. I mean, you must feel that, right? Like you're I'm a daytime that. opportunity kind of person? Oh, yeah. I'm a afternoon delight kind of person, yes. Okay, well. So what are you That's saying? not happening, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, so I'm going to say overall, um, it's a tough one. With kids, no, but if you're not, then yeah, probably. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to say yes, 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 my final answer. You're going to say that people are getting more sexually adventurous during the quarantine. Yeah. Okay. The answer is no. It's no. (laughs) Uh, 69% of us say no. It's uh, actually been a big seed Convenient block. number. Uh, <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's Bundes' face as soon as you said 69% uh, of us he just lit up like a Christmas tree. He's lighting up like a Christmas tree because he's in the 13% of people who are probably having more sex with their partner than usual. Uh, no, no, no. Not really. Well, I'm ha- yes, I am, but I'm not really seeing her that often. So. Right. It's it's Your definitely less. Lady friend is still on the same once a week schedule. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but there are thirteen percent of us who are having a great time uh, using their time not to watch television or play video games to experiment with their partner. Three percent have got it on on video chat, and three percent have made a phone call that has gotten erotic at some point. Okay. Okay. Good for them. Good for them, right? <laughs> Good for them. Must be nice. What's going on, Jen? So I'm curious. Now that you guys are working at home, are you still in your pajamas and slippers? Or <laughs> <laughs> you, get up, you get up like it's a normal work day and, and, and then attend your workspace in your normal everyday dress? Uh, I, ha- I, I have a confession to make, probably. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not wearing a bra. <laughs> oh, my. That's Is that shocking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would be it'd be more shocking if you were uh not wearing a shirt as well, but you seem to be wearing like a pretty thick sweater today I'm over a thick top. Sweater, yes. <laughs> so, I'm, wearing, I'm like, eh, no need for a bra. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that's a different new norm. <laughs> I'm telling freeing. you though. For the first time uh, working with the two of you, I'm wearing sweatpants this morning. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Check let's it out. see. I, let's I got check like, it out. Uh, and I got like fuzzy socks on. Oh. I don't know if you can tell. Fuzzy socks. <laughs> I, I got a sweat a sweatpants, a hoodie, and some fuzzy socks to keep my feet warm in the basement here. Oh, excellent. Well, it's all good. You're at home. Why not? Hey, Jen. Yes. What are you wearing right now? <laughs> uh, I'm, at, I'm at work, so I got up and, and had my morning routine, and I am wearing a bra for sure. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, good for you. Way to take things a little more seriously than our friend Mora. <laughs> hey, take it easy, and thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for uh, continuing to do what you do, Jen. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Nice. Thank you. One eight hundred ninety five three twenty four sixty four. Anytime you want to call the show or text the show, we're still getting your texts, even though we're at home. Um, a lot of people excited about the whole braless thing. I honestly don't feel like that's really a big deal. Brad's like braless, woohoo! 
<laughs> you know, I am wearing if a only large he knew. sweater. If only yeah. he knew. <laughs> really. Brad also goes on to say he never wears underwear, which for a lot of guys, that's kind of strange, but he likes to be out there. Dude, I go commando all the time, too. Do you, Bundus? What? what? Only way. Yeah, free balling. Like right like now? Like right now? Uh, well, I'm wearing underwear right now, but I never wear underwear at home. Like, as soon as I get home. Yeah, but when you're out... Uh, sometimes, sometimes, your... yeah, I do I do go. No underwear commando. Those tight This is the problem, though. <laughs> yeah, this is the problem with uh, with going commando is that you got to wash your jeans and pants more often if you do that, right? Yes, you do. That is true. So I'd rather just my, wash my, like eight pairs of underwear and one pair of jeans than no underwear and eight pairs of pants. You know what I mean? Mm. But it is so freeing to release yourself from the the tyranny of underwear. Uh, Becca yeah, but your says, your breasts are not like uh, you know. There's no fluids coming out of them every now and then. You don't need to worry about <laughs> that. Is true. Keeping your that shirts clean, you know. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy ninety five three.